$1 million. I don't know what you think about that yourself, but it's pretty impressive to me. And we're going to have a couple of brothers on to talk about how that could happen for you. So stay with us. This is the Swarm Unplugged podcast, where we get to know the bee social community and encourage others to join us. With hundreds in the community, we want to get to know all of you better. From the newbie to the expert to the project partners, we will be learning who they are and how they can best benefit from Bees Social. I'm Christopher Knight, so let's get started. And a welcome, welcome, welcome to everybody to this episode of the Swarm Unplugged. Uh, we are always having fun, and today we're really going to have a good time today. We have uh, we have two special guests on, which uh, we're uh, going to introduce here shortly. But as all of you know, we do all of our podcasts to introduce you to the community and to the people in the community. So as you know what's going on when you see them on some of the nightly calls or some of the other areas that we have available for people to learn about Bees Social. Now, in addition to that, we always happen to have a very special uh, co-host, but it seems to me like the co-host is not on the screen right now, and that's, and I'm, I, he is not hiding, I guarantee it. But that being said, I think probably the best thing to do is, before our co-host uh, comes bound, uh, just uh, our two guests are Adam and Stevie. Adam and Stevie join us right now. Hey, everybody. hey guys, how you doing, huh? Hey, Chris, doing great, Chris. How you doing? Uh, doing wonderful, wonderful. You guys, you guys look pretty sharp in that uh, film, you know. It's that. What does that company mean to you too, huh? Gosh, I mean, it means the world. It's basically, you know, we we pretty much born here when we, you know, growing up. Every time we had a day off, we were here working in the warehouse as teenagers, as young kids, and. Uh, so pretty much we've grown up here with everybody around us. So it, it means the world to us to see our business grow and to try to take it to the moon. Like we're trying to take all these cryptos with us. We're just trying to go to the moon, just like our shirts say. Straight to the moon. <laughs> to the yeah. moon. That's it. Yeah. yeah. To, to the moon. moon. To the moon. Well, yeah. it's, uh, as I, I've noticed, we have uh, had our, our co-host join us, Tony K. Tony K, come on in here and say hi to everybody. Hey, guys. So happy to have you here. And, you know, that that little trailer that Chris and our friend Rick put up here uh, really says a lot uh, about you guys. And it's not something that you're not familiar with, apart from a couple of little things at the end there. But uh, it really it really is uh, speaks volumes. And uh, we we you know, the funny thing is, is everybody that's on this call and everybody that's in this community, you've actually connected with everyone that there is, whether they are aware of it or not, because the products that you have, it's probably intimately familiar with everyone if they were to understand the amount of impact that you have across the world with all of your, all of your products. It's probably sitting in their home right now mm -hmm. inside their fridge somewhere, and they weren't even aware of it until right now. So yep. you know, it's, it's amazing how you, you know, you don't know how many people you might impact and so many people now they can actually put a face 
or faces, uh, you know, to to some of the products that that's in their home right at this moment. I mean, there's yeah. probably people probably people going to the fridge right now saying, "Wow, wait a minute, these guys, this." Is, so that's great. It really, really it is. is. And what a, what a what a wonderful story behind it as well. But let's uh, let's dig down a little bit deeper though, and find out about how in the world now the reason we're talking to you is because you're also not only great business people but you got somehow involved in the crypto world uh how did that happen guys for me it happened gosh you know uh one of my best friends lives down in tampa his name is jason jason levy's probably watching right now shout out jason if you are uh, me and him we were college roommates and since we've been in the business world, we pretty much do all our investments we, we do together. And so being in Tampa, we knew another uh, one of our friends down there, Rich Teitelbaum. Shout out Rich, he's watching. Um, who also lives in Tampa, the city of champions. And um, he's involved in the Opus ID. He, was, he has a node there, Opus Naturals. And he basically called Jason and I and said, you know, I'm involved in this, this Opus ID blockchain and it's this new crypto thing. And I, I think you guys could maybe want to get involved and take a look at it. And, you have this new thing called OS, and it's this gas fee for the Opus blockchain. He started explaining to me about all this stuff that was basically Chinese to Jason and I. But being uh, risk takers and somewhat of a gambler, you know, Jason and I said, okay, we'll buy some, we'll buy some OS. And that's really how we got started. And, and from there, Rich told us about this Zoom call that was going on every night. And this is back in September 2020, so nine months ago. And we got on this Zoom call and we started hearing about this, this WPE cryptocurrency and pairing it with ethereum and staking it in a pool and yielding out all these things which again was all chinese to jason and i but rich seemed to know what he was talking about he was telling us to download this coinbase app metamask app which again we had no idea what these were but we were following his lead and so we went down this rabbit hole we started watching these zoom calls more and more and as we watched we we got more and more intrigued and we we got more and more interested and we decided hey this is pretty cool this is innovative we have potential to be getting involved in something from the ground up. And so the more we listened, the more we learned, the more we started to get excited about it. And we, we invested in that that first pool, that, that WP and Ethereum pool. And then it moved on to the balancer pool and we did that. And fast forward a few months later, the new, the new token M2 came out and so we invested in that. So we, we've really gone down that rabbit hole. And so uh, as we, we went on, we just we got more and more excited about it. So as I learned before I actually wanted to bring in Steven or bring in anybody else I knew I wanted to feel comfortable in the, in the area which is you know it's scary to begin with so I wanted to learn and once I learned a little bit about it I told Stevie about it and I and got him in and I knew he has a big Twitter following like he's going to tell you and so I knew if we wanted to try to grow M2 with people and to get people involved and try to change their life like we hope it'll change ours that Stevie was going to be the right person to, to bring that uh, platform. And so that's how I got involved. And that's how really I got Stevie involved. And, and he really worked from there. So he can tell you about that. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah Stevie, just uh, did, when he came to you, what did you say? Was it like, Adam, are you crazy? What is this all about? You yeah, know? I mean, but like you said, you know, me and him, we tend to do a lot of the same investments as well. So, you know, I trust him. So he, when he told me about it, you know, I did my own research and looked into it. And I had been in Bitcoin and Ethereum and dabbled in some other cryptos, but then, you know, I looked more into M2 and just what it means and the humanitarian side behind it and how it could potentially change the world and change people's lives all over the world. 
So then I decided, you know what, I'm going to roll the dice and uh, really I'm, I'm all in on M2 because we're taking it to the moon, as we said. So, yeah. Yeah. Aren't you, I don't know how in the world you're able to carry around a hundred million M2 in your pocket though. How do you do that? Well, you know, it's a good question. It's pretty heavy, but you know, you can see I work out. So, you know, it's not, it's, it's not too bad. Yeah. Hey, you work it out. I know you're working out like one way or the other, right? Yeah. Uh, Tony, go ahead, my friend. You know, I I tell you, it's um, it, it's really interesting when we have uh, brothers on, and I know that there's there's three of you brothers, and you know we guys saw that, and um, Mark isn't uh, with us today. Uh, he's off uh, somewhere else doing some other business stuff, I'm sure, and and uh, everybody else but tell us about tell us about you you personally you and your brother and your, your brothers and tell us a little bit about who 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 stevie is and who adam is who mark is tell us tell us a little bit more about you guys uh, you know tell us about that i want to know about you personally good uh, oh gosh well you know obviously three brothers i'm the oldest mark is in the middle and steven's the youngest goes in the order of the alphabet make it easy and you know, gosh, we're we're here all working together here in the business. I'm in, uh, in, in, involved in the purchasing department, buying all in charge of buying all of our goods from all over the world, and getting them here at hopefully the best prices so we can sell them at a profit. Steve's involved in our um, import or export department in, in charge of sales, and Mark's really our, our vice president in charge of all of our entire operations. So he oversees the entire company from you know an eighty thousand foot view kind of thing. So we all are have our own individual areas of the company that we work. We all have our own strengths and we have our own weaknesses. So we really complement each other pretty well. And so we, we just basically, like I said, we've been in this business since we were really kids and we've, we've worked in almost every department in this company. We just had to basically find our own little niche, our area that, that we were strong in. And I think we found that. And now we're really working well together and we're trying to take this company to the next level and set records. And so that's yeah and the one thing the one thing our grandfather always said is you know at growing up we had to work in every department because if you want to be the boss you have to know how to do everybody's job better than them so even like when i graduated college it's not like i just became you know an owner or whatever i mean i literally started back in the warehouse unloading trucks and we all we had to work our way up like nothing was ever given to us per se and I went into the meat room, then I went to quality control, then I went into accounting, then I did logistics, then I did purchasing and buying, I mean, and selling, and now I run export. So, you know, it's kind of crazy how it all has come about. You know, mm -hmm. you know that's, you, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, do, do, you, uh, do you have families? Uh, how about that side of your lives? Well, I have uh, five dogs and six chickens, but other than that, <laughs> Uh, no, but, but yeah, I'm married, but no kids, just dogs and chickens. I got you. All right. I can't even handle dogs or chickens, so I'm just married with my beautiful wife, Sierra, and we just have fun jet-setting all over the world prior to COVID and now, you know, after hopefully it's coming up soon. But yeah, just loving life. And, and our middle brother, Mark, he has four beautiful kids. He's got 
three daughters and now a newborn one-year-old son. So he's got four. So we're proud uncles. Yes, and it's right. much uh, much easier to go visit and then leave, and the responsibility stays. Yeah, <laughs> leave it to our brother yeah. Mark to take care of. It. We don't have to change. Yeah, great. <laughs> have fun and leave them. Yeah. Absolutely, that's it. That's the way to do it. You know, you've had some very uh, no. When you're growing up, you just like brothers, all kinds. You got all kinds of things that have gone on. What's the wildest thing you as brothers ever did? Oh, is this PG? This yeah. is rated R show. What's what's our rating here? <laughs> this is this is an R-rated show. Go oh, ahead. Okay, right. No, no, that could be dangerous then. Oh God, well, you know, like you know, growing up, just like three brothers. Gosh, we got into all the fights. You know, we got into playing basketball. We always had to be two on one. So trying to figure out what's the team going to be. Is it going to be me and Steven against Mark? Is it going to be Mark and Steven against me? It's going to be me and Mark against Steven. Who knows? And you know. At the end of that game, there was always a winner and there was always a loser, and that loser was always ticked off at the winner. So God only knows what was going to happen, whether it was going to be a fight. And then later on in life, there were some BB guns involved. Oh, so, boy. hey, you know, you don't want to get near a BB gun. So, hey. BB guns? Oh, yeah. Oh. So, there's yeah, three kids growing up in the South. Some BB guns involved. <laughs> Have you guys graduated to the paintball guns yet? Or, or, or no, we're a little more advanced than that now, Tony. We're, we're a free Second Amendment state down here in Florida in the Freedom Zone. So we love our, our, our Second Amendment rights down here. <laughs> yeah, you don't point them at each other. I mean, the paintball. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> the pen is mightier than the sword now. So, yeah, yeah. We, we withhold checkbooks and checks. That's far more deadly than there is with the bullets. Trust me. You guys seem to, to be uh, kind of in the philanthropic areas as well. Tell us uh, what, what's the story behind that? Well, I got involved, you know, in philanthropy pretty much on Twitter a couple of years ago. Um, there's a guy on there I follow, Bill Pulte, and that he really started to motivate me with. Um, just giveaways he was doing. So, you know, I decided to start doing some giveaways myself, whether it would be giving away a case of Seabest shrimp, Amazon gift cards, Ethereum, Bitcoin, you know, cash, whatever it may be. Um, you know, I, that's really what got me going. And uh, it's been fun and it's got me a nice little following. And now uh, we're going to do this million m2 token giveaway and we're going to announce two finalists here on the show today and then um on july 1st i'm going to pick the winner and then i will hold that a million and then when it goes to a dollar that winner is going to fly to jacksonville and i'm going to present them with a million dollar check so we needed to hit a dollar that's going to be amazing tony yeah uh, have you signed up yet tony I'm, I'm Tony needs sure. Tony needs the money. I'm 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 pretty sure that Stevie and Adam uh, has got me on the top of the list. I don't even have to mention it. I'm pretty sure that yeah, because yeah, because you know I'm one of their their best followers, and you know they don't know it yet because I keep I keep it under the radar. You know, I, but but I am. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and nobody needs them any more than Tony does. Uh, so uh, that's what I call real uh, philanthropy right there is helping Tony out. Yeah, because uh, they know what I get paid to be with you every day. So that's the reason why they need to help me out. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, it, I pay you out of gratitude. 
for all your good good work is what I do. But uh, the guys, you really need <laughs> you really need to help Tony out. I'm sorry, you really somehow fix the list, okay? You know, stack it so he gets in there. All right, now you've got. Uh, how, do you, how do you know I'm not on the list? How do you know? Do you know something I don't know? <laughs> I said stack the list. I didn't say you weren't on the list. <laughs> Now this this Twitter group is always it's, it's been fascinating since the beginning, but before we even talk about the Twitter group again, uh, you guys you guys really have some other talents too, and I think uh, I think we take a look at those talents right now. Uh, what oh do you boy. think? Yeah. What do you mean that was awesome? That was you. What are you talking about? I'm ready for the beaver token now. This is great. You never you never know what Tony's gonna do. That is for darn sure. Yeah, let's, let's, let's rock back over and let's talk about the uh, the Twitter side of things. You started the Twitter channel for, for what reason? Just just to become famous or what? No, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just like I got on Twitter in 2010, but, you know, I, I get a little political on there, which I may, maybe I shouldn't. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like anybody else, yeah. social media just wanted Following to connect. News. I don't do any social media. It's for him. But yeah, why anybody else does it to connect to your friends to just you know, basically yeah. scroll and make and comments. With and, people yeah, and, basically just to give her comments. So, you know. And, and Stevie, with with your Twitter account, did right. you like you was you were talking to Bill, or you, or did you just follow Bill's? you know, what, what he did, he was inspiring to you or have you ever spoken to any of yeah, these? No, yeah, at the beginning, I, I started following him when he had like 800 followers and we would DM each other and then he started doing the giveaways. And I think I was the first one to actually fulfill one of his Amazon wish lists. I think it was like a $1,500 wish list for maybe a teacher or something, or I can't remember. This was probably again two and a half three years ago and uh i fulfilled it and then um he took off really on twitter because he um he gave away like thirty thousand dollars in like a tesla or something and then everyone just started following him and now he has millions of followers but we still talk every now and then um i think he's in the 
home building business, like Pulte Homes is his company. And, um, but yeah, he was inspiring to me and that's what really wanted me to get into the Twitter philanthropy world. And he actually did a contest uh, maybe eight months ago to like who is number one on Twitter for philanthropy. And I came in fourth place out of everybody on Twitter, you know, that was nominated. So there's a lot of people on Twitter. So for me to finish fourth out of a list that he put together was pretty phenomenal in my mind. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and the winner, the winner of that tournament goes by the name of Mr. Beast and his name is Jimmy. And um, he has one of the biggest YouTube channels there is. And he does the craziest giveaways where it's like he'll give his friends a Lamborghini or the longest person to stay in the pool wins $50,000. And he, he just, he does insane giveaways, but he also has 67 million subscribers on his YouTube channel and he gets massive amounts of endorsements. So, you know, he's able to give away millions a year, literally millions. And is he one of your friends too? Or no, I've he... never, I've never met him or interacted with him. I mean, he, he has so many different channels. You know, he does gaming, he does giveaways, he does, he has like five different channels and each one wow. has tens of millions of followers. So he's right. literally just creating content all day. So I've so, never Adam, interacted with him. He's just huge. So Adam, what, what do you think of this Twitter thing that he does? I mean, what, what's your take on that? Is it is it just crazy? Is it, you know, do you have to, <laughs> what do you have to give him? You know, you know, we're in the fish business. Sometimes you got to send out the pole and reel them in a little. He's getting a lot of trust. So you reel them in. So you take it back. Take it back. Here to here. Here to here. So, you know. He definitely gets excited. Well, I think uh, yeah. You can definitely hear the passion. There's no question. You know, you got to bring him back a little. But he, like I said, I don't really do any social media. It's more for him. I'm, I'm a little bit older than him. I'm almost seven years older than him. I know I don't look it, but hey. But uh, no, I'm so a little older. You know, it came out when I was already out of uh, college, so I never really got into it. So to me, that whole thing, I don't have the time to sit on there. But God bless everybody else who does. If they want to do it, they can do it. But uh, just you know, circling back real quick to Chris's uh, question earlier about philanthropy, you know, Steve does a lot in Twitter with that. But for us, we have our own family foundation where we give a, a lot out to. And our grandfather always taught us that, you know, you never – you never get anywhere in life by yourself. You always need the help of others. And so when he immigrated to the United States from Israel with our father and our uncle in the early 1950s, none of them spoke a word of English. And so for them to come here and start a business, they couldn't do it by themselves. They needed people to help them. And so Jacksonville helped our family a lot. And so for us, we always say, we're gonna give back to Jacksonville and to everybody as much as we can, because we know we could have never done it by ourselves. So we need to give back to the people who helped us. And that's really why we like the M2 um, is because like Steve was saying earlier, it's really philanthropical. It's more, you know, humanitarian that when everybody starts to realize that, hey, anybody in the world will be able to mine out this os and use it to, to stake in a pool and get M2 out for free and how it could potentially change all of these villages or different areas of the whole world. That's something that appeals to both of us yeah. because we're looking to change people's lives. Like we've had our lives changed by our business, by the community here in Jacksonville. We want to give back too. And so M2 for us, it's just like right in our wheelhouse that we know it's, it's really, yeah, everybody likes to make money, but it, it, it's, it's more fun when other people you know make it with you and you can watch other people's lives change 
by something you got them involved in. So that really appeals to both of us, the humanitarian side to it. And so we'll continue to give back. We never will stop doing that because you need you always need somebody's help at some point, no matter what it is, whether it's going to be a doctor, whether it's going to be a lawyer, whether it's going to be somebody you need to come fix something at your house. You always need other people. So for us, we're always going to keep our smiling. We're going to keep smiling. We're going to look for the best in life, and we're going to help everybody out. So M2, like I said, is right in our wheelhouse. So. Well, I know you've got uh, you've got big plans, of course, with the uh, Twitter thing that you've got coming up, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna find out a couple of lucky people here in just a few minutes. But uh, I know that you probably think, uh, in terms of helping it grow, uh, what else has come up in your your mind as far as how you can help that the community and the M two project grow uh, as best it can? What are your thoughts? Well, personally, uh, I'm not going to really name any names right now, but I do have some friends of mine who are big time influencers and who may be in show business or on TV. So, you know, my goal is once once M2 becomes more familiar and it gets out there more, I'm going to reach out to these influencers and um, friends I know and hopefully get them involved and let them know what the meaning behind M2 is. And um, if we get them in, one of them sends out a tweet, you know, that just leads to more recognition and then more people buying it because this person's buying it and they trust that person. So that's how I'm gonna potentially help, you know, take M2 to the goal of a dollar where we want it to hit, maybe 10, but yeah, just, you know, through influencers and people that I've met throughout the years, uh, traveling and uh, getting them involved in it and letting them understand what it is and what it's about. Yeah, and really, too, just to follow up on that is, like I was saying earlier, crypto is a, is a super scary space when you're looking at it from the outside. If you're not involved in crypto, to actually make the leap into the space is tough to do on your own. You almost need somebody to push you off the ledge is what I, my analogy I use. And so if you don't have somebody there to push you, Chances are you're not going to go off that ledge. And so Stevie and his Twitter and, and, he, and a lot of people who trust him online, may, if they did, weren't online on his Twitter, they may never get into one too because they don't know about it. They don't trust it. They don't know anybody else who's in it. But if they trust somebody who's in it and, and they see what's going on and all the full transparency about it, you're more comfortable to get into it. You see somebody you know who's into it. And you know, oh, okay, I, the water may not be as, as cold as it looks. Let me jump in. And so that's what I think can happen with somebody like Stevie, who people know, and even like people that I know. And everybody's going to have their own crypto tree, just like college football coaches or NFL coaches, Bill Parcells, Nick Saban, all these people have all these coaches underneath them. Well, all of us are going to have all these people underneath our own crypto tree where, okay, I got in Stevie, and now Stevie got in this person, and that person got in this person. And everybody's going to have their own crypto tree and that's how it's going to expand and that's how m2 is going to go to the moon it's not going to happen overnight but as these trees continue to grow the price is going to hopefully go up and more and more people get comfortable and that's what leads to adoption as richie talks about so that that's what we're looking to do do you tell most of do you tell these guys uh you know how to uh how to do that i mean do you try and explain it to them or what do you do, do you just uh you just show them what to uh, be social tv what do you how do you how do you go about doing talking to somebody what, what do you actually do you know me personally i, I would do you know I, I like when it's a close friend who's just trying to get involved i'm going to hold their hand and walk them through it just like our buddy rich walked me and jason through when we started 
You know, when he first told us we had to go download a Coinbase app, we were like, what the heck is Coinbase? We were used to investing in something. It's like, okay, send us the wire instructions. What do we need to sign? And we're done. And, we're, and that's it. But this, you know, being all decentralized, it's all on your own here. You got to do it on your own. And so we had to get all handheld. And so that's what I would do. I would say, okay, you got to download this Coinbase app. Okay, connect it to your uh, bank account. Now you got to buy USDC. You got to buy Ethereum. And now do this MetaMask. And literally hold their hand as they go and make sure they get there. He does. It is scary. And, you know, she's basically taking the time. So I want to just change it just a little tiny bit. Chris, Chris, Chris is probably going to, going to slap me later on, but let me ask you this COVID thing that we're in and everything. How has it affected you guys and your business and everything that you've done? What, what, what's changed for you in this last year personally or business-wise? Just share that with us a little bit, if you would. Well, well, business-wise, uh, believe it or not, it, it's it's really crazy to say this, but it's helped our business because everyone was at home, you know, and not going to the restaurants and we're very big in the retail space. So, you know, they have to go to the grocery store to get food and, you know, because you got to eat. And really our, our retail side of our business shot up exponentially during COVID because restaurants were closed and, you know, they had to go to the grocery store and, you know, we service got a lot of the retailers throughout the whole country. So it really sad to say it was beneficial for our company. And, and for us, we, we're really, we're like a good mutual fund of seafood. We're very diversified. We're, we have a portion of our business is to retail, like Stephen was just talking about, to go into grocery stores. And a portion of it is food service, where they we, we deliver to a food service distributor who would deliver directly to a restaurant. And then we carry almost every different kind of seafood and beef and chicken and different things like that. So we carry the gamut. So if something is going up in price, another thing might be going down in price. So we, we have equal markets. And then if retail is up, that helps us. And if food service now, we have a balance. And so now if people are coming back online and going out to restaurants, the retailers come down a little, but the food services come back up. So it's always an equilibrium. Sometimes it's a little more weighted to food service, sometimes more retail. But we try to have a, a balanced portfolio like you would in any stocks or any crypto. And if something goes up, okay, that's good in case something else goes down. So we're always trying to balance and, you know. One dollar to me is as important as a million dollars. doesn't make the difference. It's a question, the principle, the culture, you know. And you, you do whatever you think is right, you know, and it worked for us. You know, that, uh, I don't know what you guys think, but that is a tremendous family business there. And uh, you can tell from uh, the uh, elder, uh, I think it's their grandfather, uh, has the right idea about business. So do you, have anything, do you have anything new on the horizon as far as your business or your personal life that, that you want to share that's going to be exciting or passionate to you that, that you know, you want to tell people and, Gosh, well, no, I don't know if it's anything new or exciting that we could, you know, that we wouldn't be violating a non-disclosure or anything. But uh, <laughs> nothing really crazy. We're just always looking to to get closer to our source of supply, which right now primarily we import all our seafood from Southeast Asia primarily, and so we're we're constantly looking to find good partners over there and just to increase our supply. Because right now you see it, there's a lot of shortages going on in the world. 
whether it be because of you know, shipping containers uh, shortages overseas or they're just not producing as much goods because there's a labor shortage all over the world with, for COVID or whatever. There's a lot of issues going on right now. So we're just trying to get closer to every source, uh, just expand our customer base and just really just trying to diversify everything. So God forbid anything like this happens again, we're covered in, in all avenues and areas. So nothing really specific, just no one's trying to grow up. Yeah, you, you guys, you, you, I mean, you import uh, and, and you're responsible for a tremendous amount of uh, truck drivers. And I mean, you actually touch so many thousands of lives in so many different areas. And yeah. I mean, I know you, you've, I've heard that there's hundreds and hundreds of, of, of containers and there's wow. a tremendous amount of, of people that, I mean, you, you, you touch a lot of people's lives without even realizing. So, right. uh, you know, it's it's so, so it must have affected you in many different ways, of course. But but, um, but you certainly have an impact at the, in in every way, even in our uh, our ecosystem, in, in a tremendous tremendous uh, impact. And uh, right, that, that, the biggest impact they have in the ecosystem is in two. So why don't we have a drum roll right now? Oh boy! And let's talk about two new finalists. All right, Stevie, it's uh, the balls in your court. Go right ahead. Let's do it. All right, so, you know, previously I already announced two of the finalists, which were Donna and uh, DJ Peebles. So now the next two finalists are Jonathan Coke and Dante Mae, too. Welcome. So what, there's going to be 10? What is it? There's going to be 10. Yep. There's six more to go. Congratulations. And then you select one for a million dollars. The winner will be announced on, like I said, on July 1st. And I'm going to hold the token so you can't dump and dash. And uh, like I said, when it gets to a dollar, which it will, we just don't know when, it will. I'm going to fly them to Jacksonville, like I said. They're going to meet me. I'm going to take them to McDonald's and get a great filet of fish. And then get one of those big checks. And that says one million cash on it, and then they're going to be a millionaire. Transfer to the wall. Wow. Well, you know, we'd we'd love to uh, help you promote that, and uh, it'd be great if uh, if you want to come back and yeah, because uh, we'd love to have you back. Actually, you know, I was told that Mark was the good looking one, so we're hoping that <laughs> there is no question. Yeah, and, and the smart one. So yeah, you, you got the two, <laughs> the two dumb, bad looking idiots here. Sorry, sorry. To just... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, good. Well, as, as we come to the uh, toward the end of uh, this episode of uh, the Swarm Unplugged, is there anything either one of you would like to say to the to the folks that are watching right now that you think would be of a uh, uh, purpose? So go right ahead, speak your mind. As they no, say. I just want to just let all my Twitter followers know that we have my Team Stacks and the Team Stacks family. Just thank you for all the support over these years and. Uh, you know, we're going to continue kicking ass on Twitter and I uh, appreciate all the help uh, with getting people into M2. So shout out to Renee. Renee put together this Dropbox folder, which, God, I don't even know how many people she signed up. So again, shout out to, to Renee. So she put this step by step by step because it was, it was so many people who wanted to get involved in it that it was like mind blowing, just mind boggling, just to, like Adam said, download this, go here, go to Be Social. 
do the MetaMask. I just, you know, so she put together a folder and it's become really beneficial and helpful for us. So thank you again. And um, just look forward to continuing uh, to interact with the family on Twitter and doing giveaways here and there. And uh, just appreciate all the support and everyone who comes on my lives and, you know, listens to me sing sometimes or tell crazy stories or, oh. or chase chickens in the backyard. You know, it's always a good time on my life. Chase chickens in the backyard, is that what you said? Yeah, chickens. Oh, yeah, or, or chasing tree frogs in the pool, let me tell you. It was, it was, yeah, okay, so, all right. Fun. Well, yeah, to, to both of you, Adam and Stevie, thank you so much uh, for being with us today. Uh, not, we've, learned, we've learned a lot, uh, and I uh, would say that my respect for both of you has grown just by hearing what you've had to say today. And I know that would be true for many other people that listen to this podcast. So thank you for sharing with us very, very much. Tony? We, we, we definitely uh, want to have you guys on again because I know there's a lot of stuff you haven't shared with us yet. So we're going to pull that out of you. But we want to do that on another one. So I hope you guys will agree to come back and grace us with your presence. And again, Bring the good-looking one with you because we need him on here for the girls. You know, they want to see it. And I, I know he's married, but that's okay, too. There you go. All right. Well, uh, I want to thank my very special co-host, uh, Tony Kay, for all of his hard work and his uh, ingenuity and genius in putting together this show and many others that we will have in the future. And then I also want to thank the the back end of our program, which is our technical director. Uh, what's his name? Oh yeah, Rick Shear, and uh, he does he makes us both look good, Tony. So we appreciate him. All right, thank you, Tony. As we close now, I'd like to simply say that this is uh, this is what we're about. We're about learning about the community, and we just learned about some very very special people right here. As you watch this, I hope you will hit the subscribe and the thumbs up and make a comment because it will help us grow in our stature with our YouTube channel. So please do that. I'm Christopher Knight. Always remember to listen, learn, and give. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Swarm Unplugged podcast. Be sure to hit the follow button and leave us a glowing comment. Gravitate yourself to be on the podcast so you are the next one to introduce themselves to the B-Social community. See you on the next episode.